0: Sports listeners, I'm your host, Erica Salda, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. Tuesday. This whole hour of Satterball Routine, athletes. Woo! Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Okay. Well, here we all are. The meeting is
1: being recorded.
0: On this beautiful <laughs> Tuesday at 9 a.m. Oh, my goodness. Let me look around here. At first glance, we've got Dominique Hackett. Yay! Hey. <laughs> okay, Anthony Rodriguez. How you doing, Anthony?
2: Doing well, thank you.
0: Don Sanders, Ed Langlow, of course, our producer, Richard Dugit, and then we've got Richard's Remedies. Right now, I gave him three or four um, emails. I'm going to let a peek at him today because they're they're over my head so i don't and they actually i don't we might have some like scientists so i can't even pronounce those words so he's gonna have to phonetically give it to me so actually i'm gonna let, let you read it today. no no he may be reading it oh let, we're gonna let him read it that'll be bad that's the best But he put those some of those big words in there you can forget about it you know we, we're going through a lot and everybody knows maybe with the lockdown and um you just have to participate in it. And participate in it, and we have to just keep smiling and sharing um, and shining our light to the community. And I just try to be, you know, as happy and and look at this because together, and uh, we're going to get through this. And um, Dominique, you have a couple of words about it. Well, I uh, just uh, everyone stay safe, stay cheerful,
1: and um, I think uh, we want to talk about the kids because. There are a lot of reports coming out all over the country Mm -hmm. that kids are uh, flunking, they're flunking their studies. So uh, we kind of want to talk about what's happening with our kids and what we can do to help support them, because this continuing of online education works for some, but doesn't work for all. So, um, we're going to
0: talk about that today too. My son Joe is part of the Big Brother, I think it's Big Brother yeah. organization, <laughs> which is a, um, a national organization. So, he's got his cults on it and he um, still participates and via Zoom and is a big buddy or brother to um, uh, his friend. And the biggest thing for these kids that people were not touching on, I think it is two, there's two problems. The, the one problem is you get a family that is not used to and didn't really get uh, a reset or the tools to be able to handle. They don't have laptops and computers. You know, there are a lot of that's, families. That's that's the second issue. But the first issue is the mindset of the family dynamics of all coming together. And that, that takes a few months because yeah. parents they're go to, trying work to work every day. The reason why you have a, you go to school to become a teacher, and you get a certified to be to teach in this state, is because it is a it is a profession. Okay, now I mean parenting, you figure, oh, you got to teach these kids every single day. As far as life lessons, but to, to, I, I don't know if you looked at the new math books, okay? <laughs> Logarithms. I saw a ninth grade math book and I'm like, have got to be kidding me. This is a, oh my God, talk about, oh, this is way, oh, uh, but by my thing. And then like Dominique said is, There are a number of cities that have been so affected where kids are so behind because they don't have the tools. They don't have the tools. So I don't know what we're going to do. And if anybody around here today can think of something that we can support um, this lockdown, that would be great. And I'm going to go to Anthony first off because I know he's going to at least at least we're going to get fed.
1: Okay. (laughs) what's happening with the with with the food distribution at the food bank?
2: all right so give me one second and let me pull it up here because we do have some updates for our community so um and we so
1: appreciate you anthony thank you for all that you're doing for the community
2: no you've got a student at home as well right anthony Um, uh no currently we do not he has been gone for about a month now so um we'll jump into the food bank stuff how's that okay So, for our operations, food bank warehouses will be closed for holiday break from December 19th through December 27th, and then will be closed on January 1st. Uh, last day for deliveries, emergency deliveries, is December 11th. Uh, COVID positive is December 17th, and will resume January 4th. Um, We do have backups, so no worries, everybody. We still have our 44 sites. Um, We actually, another cool thing is that we got the National Guard extended up to March 31st, which is really good news. Um, We were able to get our two trucks, brand new trucks in that we raised money for. So thank you, everyone, for all your support. Um, We do have our, again, our sites, our safe food sites open in North County, South County. Um, So if you need food, please reach out to any of our forty-four uh, Safe Food Net sites. If you don't have the information, you can look at it. Look it up at foodbanksbc.org. And um, other than that, I mean, we're just honestly grateful for the time that we have with our community, uh, the support that we've gotten from our community, and um, we want our community to know that you guys are not alone. And uh, you know, keep your heads up. We're all in this together and just uh be safe be respectful um you know just take care of yourselves and take care of others and don't forget to make those phone calls to those that you know might be struggling at home you know in isolation and uh yeah other than that i think that's that's pretty much it just grateful for the time
0: oh of course we love you we love you so much we so appreciate everything that you're doing for the community um, do, are you still asking for donations? And, yes. and the best way to do that would be food or, of course, uh, checks.
2: Yeah, food, checks, volunteers. Um, you could do you could do everything through our website. Um, but if you want to donate some actual food, you know, you could come drop it off at any of our warehouses. Uh, the one here on Hollister, which is four five five four Hollister Avenue, you can drop it off here at the gate. There's just a simple drop off, so there's no contact. Um, you know, we're trying to make sure that everybody's following the rules and regs, and uh, we want everybody to be safe. Even if you volunteer, uh, we go st- strictly by all rules, regulations, CDC, public health. Um, that's my job, is to make sure that everybody is following procedures, because we want to make sure that everybody's comfortable when they do come and volunteer here at the food Bank.
0: Nice. Thank you so much. Okay, in who popped in, Mountain State Healing. Hi, Richard Ellsworth. How are you?
3: I'm doing well. How about you?
0: Great. No, we. I. You do have some things you're going to talk about a little bit later in the show. But I definitely, since you're the youngest um, buck in the uh, ring, as they say, I want to get your feedback because you're going to be going back to school in January. So you understand. Um, that it, you know you're going to be transitioning into back into being a student. Um, do you have any uh, insights? You know, for people. And the planning and, 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 you know, the tools and everything that, um, that is as needed to be able to support what's going on right now with the lockdown and the homeschooling.
3: Yeah, well, yeah, I, well I, I think that that um that we really need to focus you know, not so much being prepared on on academics because that's going to be pretty much online so that's going to be a very you know well guided structured setup theoretically but what we need to be focusing on are the things outside of education that are going to keep us mentally and physically healthy. So that means you know taking the time to you know distract yourself from from what's right on hand um you know taking the time to engage in other activities, taking the time to go for a walk or exercise or be physical to, to, you know, really approach each new task and each class that you're taking differently. And that could also be changing up your environment, moving your laptop to a different room, um, you know, when you move to a different class. creating different environments for each class uh can be really helpful for a lot of people um even if it's something as simple as changing your seat or changing your outfit or, or whatever something to just create some some variations so that you know your, your brain can really you know expand and move in different directions
0: yeah well said well i said. like that that's really good we got don sanders in Ohio. how are you doing don
4: I'm well. How are all you guys?
0: I'm doing good. So, do you have anything to add as far as this lockdown goes, as far as what it's doing and how what maybe we can do, what we can do to help affect what you know, different family climates and whatnot?
4: Well, I would just, I think I'd piggyback on what Richard just said in that uh, grounding yourself in uh, movement and some outdoor activity really, really. important now. And uh, I can't speak to everybody in inner city, but, you know, I mean, if you're Santa Barbara, then you should be able to get out to the hills or or the the beach without having to mix with too many strangers and, um, you know, uh, in defiance of the COVID protocols or anything. But it's so important, you know, because and also viruses can't survive very well where there's UV light and sunshine and fresh air. And so, um, you know, if you don't have to be in closed spaces, I mean, um, you're speaking to a younger uh, educational level than than my kids. But my oldest daughter just found out yesterday; she got accepted into her San Jose State uh, teacher credential program.
5: Nice.
1: Uh, she's
6: yeah.
4: she's, gonna, she's going for a single subject credential to teach uh, high school kids art. Nice. nice. Yeah, you know, she and her husband have been living up there to further their education. He's going to chiropractic school. The chiropractic school was doing everything on Zoom. And just recently they returned to having some clinics where there was 15 people, you know, that gather and and you know they're checking on how much they're circulating in the world. And, you know, so they're it's a it's a safe thing and they're distance. But you know, there's a little bit of hands-on instruction because he was having to go to chiropractic school on Zoom for about almost a semester.
3: Wow.
0: That's amazing. Well, I mean, we're we're blessed to be able to have the technology and and it's so expanded and it's gotten so much better and so much more improved than when we first started using it. So um, what we're gonna do is we're gonna get over to Ed Langlow. I didn't want you not to have say say anything in the first portion, but we're gonna get with you and do if only I'd known right after break. But what do you have any insight? I don't know if you have any grandkids or anything like this that have been affected by this.
5: Well, no, but just to of springboard off of what richard had commented about was to change up the environment because the younger you are the shorter your attention span is so especially with the younger kids you need to change up you need to give them something to keep their interest and i was just yesterday at a friend of mine's house and his granddaughter is there and she's homeschooling and he said man she's got her cell phone in her hand texting her friends half the time and to really know whether she's studying or, or mm-hmm. doing her, her homework is difficult. So so you have to do things to try and create the discipline, get them acclimated to schooling at home. And, and like like Richard said, change things up because their attention span is very short.
0: Yeah, we'll get through this, that's for sure. Let's do this, let's take a little break. We're gonna be with Ed Langlo right after these messages with If Only I'd Known. Right. This is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Eric of the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every, every single Tuesday, Tuesday. 9 a.m. Fantastic. Okay, we got a great group here this morning. If you just joined us, thank you. We appreciate you. Try to uh, get a chance to go on Facebook and you can like us there. And we're also on SoundCloud, SoundCloud, and all of the media sources. Dominique, where else can you find us? Uh, Facebook, teensportsradio.com and uh, SoundCloud. Yeah. (laughs) Nine o'clock on Tuesday, 11 o'clock on Tuesday, Sunday at six and Monday at 3 a.m. when you're having that slice of pie. (laughs) And I've been having that slice of pie now because Richard is here and he makes pie. (laughs) Gluten free. Yes, gluten free, but it's a damn good pie. Um, Okay, Ed, what do you got for us?
5: well good morning uh and this is kind of a segue right out of what we were just discussing uh for if only i'd known if only i'd known is a mentors moment with the teens with us remotely on zoom as well as those listening in on the radio and today's segment is it discipline or a habit excuse me discipline can be felt in different ways with different situations in our lives Uh, the first one that comes to regard in in my life is That chocolate suicide cake that I know is in the refrigerator about nine o'clock at night. You know the one with a half inch thick frosting? My discipline is no match for that chocolate cake. My solution is don't buy it in the first place. My willpower is somehow stronger when I'm standing in the grocery store. In other situations, we may benefit from using our willpower until a habit has been established. Uh, let's look at a quote by Aristotle: "We are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, then, is not an act, but a habit. Excellence, then, is not an act, but a habit. Uh, I believe that this is a pretty profound statement that's that's made in very few words. If you repeatedly do something until it becomes a habit, and it no longer requires willpower or discipline, and with the habit, according to Aristotle." You may have just taken the first step towards excellence. Uh, Another of my favorite quotes from Lao Tzu, watch your actions, they become your habits. Watch your habits, they become your character. Uh, I've been reading another book called The One Thing by Gary Keller. Keller cites in in his book studies showing habits taking from 18 to 254 days with what he calls the sweet spot at 66 days he goes on to say that discipline requires a large amount of mental energy so try to focus on forming one habit at a time don't spread your willpower too thin on any given day you have limited supply of it so decide what matters and reserve your willpower for that one thing except that it will take around 66 days to form the habit then that willpower is no longer required harness the power of select discipline to build the right habit and extraordinary results will find you let's say you're trying to lose weight uh, start working towards a habit of pushing yourself away from the table when you think you're about 80 percent full it won't be easy i know i'm trying to do it right now but if you just understand that you need to work hard for a couple of months But once it becomes a habit, it won't hurt anymore. If only I had known when I was young how much power could be harnessed with a habit. Our bodies develop habits of their own. One of the first instructions for insomnia relief is go to bed at the same time every night because your circadian rhythm has your body in the habit of going to sleep at that time. Don't believe it? Try flying to France and experience jet lag and what it will do to you. Promise you this, if you listen to what Aristotle was trying to tell us and form habits one at a time until they no longer require discipline, your life will be much easier for it because you really are what you repeatedly do. I'm Ed Langlow, I'll see you next time on If Only I'd Known.
0: Well, I can tell you that, that whole topic is right up uh richard ellsworth and don sanders uh just the way the map and view the world
4: don what do you have to um i was listening to the the thing about about uh regularity and consistency of of habit and so forth and i've i've always read emerson and and people like that to to be inspired towards that and i know that i'm thinking back to my youth that um you know, I, I think sometimes I think there's one major lesson we're here to learn in the school of life, and and mine was definitely patience. So, that thing about a consistent bedtime and all those kind all those kind of consistency things were um, I hate to say it, but were kind of lost on me when I was a young man. <laughs> so, I can all appreciate him, I, can, I can appreciate them a lot more now uh, about the consistency of of. You know just working a process when you know you've got the principles in order and you're doing things consistently then you can take a long view and you don't have to freak out you know if things aren't coming together right away you realize you know just keep patiently applying applying the process and you'll get your results you know you you don't have to worry about that the results
5: will come if you keep applying the consistent process yeah we're all we're all older and wiser for it now And it's easy to look back on when you were in high school and wonder, what the heck was I thinking? Why didn't I understand? And and this is the forming of a habit is actually kind of coming new to me because I sometimes try to accomplish something, go on a diet or start working out more. And I do it for a few days and I think, well, I've got some brownie points. I don't have, I can go eat that cheeseburger now. <laughs> and you don't understand that you haven't formed the habit. It. You keep bouncing back and forth and you're just going to be in, in limbo for the rest of your life. You need to stick with it until it becomes a habit. Yeah,
0: Have those egg McMuffins, sausage McMuffins. <laughs> and okay.
5: coffee. And yeah, that was that was the rude awakening for me. Yeah. I told this story before on the air about uh, sitting at my desk and I'd go out in the field about nine o'clock and I'd, oh, I'll go buy McDonald's, get a sausage, sausage McMuffin and a cup of coffee. It's great. The next day I thought, well, that was good. I'm going to go do it again. <laughs> a couple of weeks down the road, I was at my desk and I couldn't leave. I had paperwork to do. And I was in agony wanting that mcmuffin and it was like it was my body it wasn't my mind my body was craving a sausage mcmuffin and a cup of coffee and it scared me it made me realize that man i have formed a an addiction (laughs) in a couple of weeks so (laughs) (laughs) hey where'd you get that (laughs) anthony's drinking his McDonald's.
0: richard what do you what do you say to that
3: um, well, I, I, I completely agree. Um, I, I, I think that um, one, of the, one of the techniques that, that I often uh, use when I want to, you know, change a habit, like let's say it's a really big habit, like, like drinking a cup of coffee every morning, is I'll start to change a bunch of smaller habits that are really easy to change, and it encourages the brain to, to create new pathways, and then all of a sudden, when you have to change a larger habit, it, it's much easier. The brain is able is able to jump on that that new way a lot more easily.
0: That coffee boy, everybody, right? Everyone's up holding up their coffee mugs. We yeah. all got them. And a coke, and a coke, coffee and a coke. So can I um, add something? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. One minute before break. Uh, People are realizing now, like we're getting ready for the next year, right? So we're thinking about goals for next year. Uh, We're going to make resolutions. And they're realizing that we really need to make resolutions about habits rather than simply saying, uh, this is my goal. If we make a resolution about taking on a habit, we're going to be more successful in reaching the goal. Mm -hmm. So what you're saying, uh, Ed, is so timely for Helping to make resolutions for the new year,
5: yeah, Definitely. yeah, it fits right into the new year's resolution. Yeah, that's make it awesome. a habit, not just something you're going to do for January and then go back to your old ways.
0: Yeah, well, when I get that smush, smushy sign, I know that the okay. habit is to we, go to yeah. break. So, we're going to take a little break. We've got Richard Dugan in the house giving that smushy sign. We all we love Richard. Okay, let's take a little break. Erica Salt of the Queen of the Team. We'll be back with more after these messages. Well now together
6: we will stay
0: our teen sports radio show i am your host erica salt the queen of teen please tune in every, every single tuesday, tuesday. 9 a.m fantastic okay so i'm getting like cheers and uh, uh, okay i hear anthony rodriguez it sounds like anthony you look like anthony you must be anthony you have something big to share because this is what you do what's up
2: um so uh if anybody is needing a computer for their for their students and for the kids at home uh, reach out to Equalitech, um, uh, and you can reach them at equalitech.org, which is spelled E-Q-U-A-L-I-T-E-C-H, and then .org, or you can uh, reach out to Partners in, Care, uh, Partner, uh, Partners in Education, and that is partners.sbceo.org, and they can help you try to get a computer for your students at home. Um, oh, I, I do have a younger student at, at my house, which he's seven years old, and he's in uh, first grade. And um, you know, it, it it is very challenging. It, you did you know, did you have
0: to participate? In, did you get to participate in that program, Anthony, or did you already have a computer?
2: Um, this one right here, I've actually had a uh, couple of, of godchildren that had to use it. Okay, and um, so Partners in Education um, have done an amazing job. They used to go to the Galita Valley Community Center and bring oh. a bunch of computers. And then uh-huh. hand them out to parents and students prior to COVID. So it's a really good program.
0: So you're um, not hearing anybody. Uh, see, I know f- for a fact that of a few people, and I and, and I'm glad I'm glad we're having the show today because sometimes I mean it really sounds silly, but sometimes people are afraid. To say that they don't have That's something. The, to say that they don't have something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I know this with doing all the years of service, 28 years at Goleta Boys and Girls Club and doing the Christmas um, with, um,
1: yeah. with the children,
0: the kids with Jimmy Thayton as Santa and uh, his partner, Vicky, um, as Mrs. Claus. And when you when you hear what they want for Christmas, it's a pair of shoes, it's socks, not, not one person. And the hundreds said an iPhone, they don't go there. I mean, they want clothes or Mickey Mouse or something like this. I mean, it was very heartfelt and very emotional. So I just need to have people understand that there are kids out there. They do not have the tools to succeed. So that's why I thank God for PAL. Thank God for the United Boys and Girls Club. If you need to reach out and you really want to be directly involved in kids for the stay at home programs, reach out to our programs. Talk to Michael Baker, talk to the PAL program and see how we can really help, because those are the organizations that are actually going that are working with the kids daily, and they would be able to identify who doesn't have the resources, and and, and that we can directly go and, and service that family like that, I think. Um, right. So,
2: really That's appreciate it. So nobody should be embarrassed about not having something, um, especially at a time like this. Um, right. doesn't matter what it is, whether it's food, whether it's shelter, whether it's clothes, whether it's a computer for your students, don't be afraid to ask. This is the time that we need to come together, pull together, and help each other out. Um, if we hear things, give those numbers and resources out. Don't be afraid. If you can't give it, give it yourself. You know, And if you have something extra, do it. Um, right. right now is, is, is a time that we have to help each other out because we need to get through this together. Nobody can do this alone. And we have to support each other and we have to support our kids because those are the ones that are going to be our future. And we have to give them an, a, an opportunity to have a future. Um, So, you know, whether it's in Spanish or English, we we have to do it. Mm
1: -hmm. So I'd like to add for all the parents that are listening in, a really good way that kids can be taking notes on their online classes and even what they're reading and so forth is that when they take their notes, they should be writing down a question. When we question ourselves, it's easier to review our notes Mm -hmm. and it's easier to retain the information because we're participating in it. So parents, tell your kids, hey, I want to see a list of questions that you had about what went on today with your school activities. Mm -hmm. Write down the questions that you had, and then I want to hear the answers that that you got from those questions. And when you're looking at their note taking, Mm -hmm. that's this is how college students taking, you know, becoming doctors and, and lawyers and engineers, this is how they're being successful in college. They're writing a question off to the side, and then they're taking notes that answer that question. Mm-hmm. So, uh, asking questions is really critical to performing well in school. And as parents, that's how we can participate in the evening when we're reviewing. Hey, how'd your school day go? Tell me the questions
0: that you reviewed. Mm-hmm. I also, and I'm sure the teachers in the schools have the resources, but. I have a a, a a few other friends that are actually grandparents um, with younger kids. Uh, we have a, I have a friend that's failing first grade, uh, grandson or da- grandson, I believe, was failing first grade. So, you, or I shouldn't say well, I guess failing, right? Or left, or, or is probably going to be left behind and retake a class. Yeah, I, you have I to have a certain match. Think about it, guys. You have to have a certain maturation to be able to be in a container. To learn, because it's not like school where you get. For me, with huge ADHD, when you have all these other things, as in energy that you're getting from other students in the class, the whole system is all cattywampus, and we never, we were never prepared for it. Yeah, I don't understand how you think that the how anybody could think that this is gonna just beyond successful. Of course, there's going to be a percentage of every class kids are going to thrive. I'm not saying, yeah. but there's, uh, I worry about those kids in the class that are just that are being left behind that are, are going to be really left behind. So anyway, Dr. G, do you have any input on that?
7: Well, that I'll tell you happened? the, one of the things that is interesting to me is, is, um, adjust, um, recognizing as even Anthony said it, and he probably said it better than, than what I could, uh, and that is that we are all in this together. Uh, and um, we have to remember that. Uh, set aside whatever differences we might have, especially when it comes to the whole aspect of the wearing the mask and this and that and the other thing. We need to do this for each other. We need to maintain those safety protocols for each other not just for self so let's 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 think about the community let's think about one another i mean isn't that what this time of year is supposed to be all about you know is is caring for one another then let's show some caring i i mean as a matter of fact there's a psa that says when you wear a mask that shows that you care about the other people around you And uh, so that's, that's just my, that's just my advice.
2: I have somebody in in ICU currently uh, due to COVID and I just found out my goddaughter and her whole entire family are COVID positive. Um, So, you know, it's reality, whether we accept it or not. And I've already had somebody die from COVID and you can't even say goodbye. So it's really hard not to be able to have that opportunity to be there to support that person that is going uh, because you can't, you can't say bye. And not only that, they don't resuscitate. So, you know, it's, it's reality and it's true. Um, so unfortunately it's, I understand why they can't, but it's hard to accept because we're human beings and we care about the ones that we love.
1: Yeah. So we have to realize why our kids are getting an education. They're also dealing with a lot of emotional things that we never had to deal with as parents. So, um, uh, so we need to work with them and realize if our kids are getting depressed by what they're hearing in the news, what they're hearing in our family and so forth, it's harder to retain information because you're not in your neocortex, you're in your limbic brain. Your body is telling you, oh my God, I may not survive. That's just how our body's wired. We take in negative information and we're worried about survival. So in order to help our kids do well in school, we've got to create a positive environment and and sometimes depending upon their age, we may want to buffer them from some of this information so that they can stay positive enough to be in the neocortex so that when they're learning in school, they're actually able to learn. That's it's a really quite a difficult, challenging time. It's, it's so beautifully said,
0: Anthony. Yeah. Nice, nice job, Anthony. All right, let's take another little break. Sarah up. we got some new music. We'll be back with more after these messages. Well now together, we will stay. teen sports radio show i am your host erica salt the queen of teen please tune in every, every single tuesday, tuesday. 9 a.m all right richard sorry i had to hand you off those uh emails so we've got mount sage healing in the house he has an announcement as well oh did you hand me copies yes oh god uh, I have to pick one. Oh, my goodness. There's too, many, there's too many to choose from. You've become quite a hit, as they say.
3: I, I put one right on top that I, that I think okay, is... Maybe
0: I don't want to pick this one. I decide. I'm the queen. <laughs> the queen decides. Okay. The queen... Yeah, I'm going to let Dominique read it because she's a better reader. Um, so, so we're, we're going to go through these right now. And first of all, thank everybody for... Just the interest in this. I think this is good stuff. And Richard, you have an announcement to make. You're starting something, you have a new chapter of your life starting in January. What's that about?
3: Yeah. So um, I was accepted to the uh, American College of Healthcare Sciences, uh, which is amazing. And I'm jumping right into the Master of Science program in uh, complementary and alternative medicine. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. More
0: letters behind your name. Yeah. Anthropologist, cult, archaeologist. archaeologist. <laughs> oh, the archaeologist. Yes, yes. Uh, that's kind of close. Uh,
3: it, all, it all ties together.
0: Yes. <laughs> Degree. Oh, you got it all. All
1: right. So, Dominique, let's see. Uh, so, uh, so, Richard from Mountain Stage Healing has been sent this email. It says Hi, Richard. I'm writing in about my son who's in his final semester of high school. He's dealing with severe anxiety from finals, as well as from being uh, cooped up indoors away from friends. Uh, You talked about this a little bit last week, but you're a little washed. I was wondering, could you cover it again and talk about some more ideas? And it's coming from a concerned dad.
3: Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. So, so anxiety is, I mean, you could create a whole show just based talking about, you know, ways to deal with anxiety. And there are so many different traditions in, in natural medicine and ways of dealing with this because it, it is a big problem. Um, and especially nowadays, you know, we, we've had to devise more and more methods of, of dealing with it. Um, so, the, the top remedies um, that I've really discovered are, um, one is lavender and you take uh, lavender essential oil, um like doTERRA and you use between five to ten drops and you just put it in a clear gel cap and the clear gel caps cost you know next to nothing and you get this huge bag with way more than you need you know you put the drops in there pop the top on and take it with with eight ounces of water you don't want to do it on an empty stomach otherwise the the oils are, are very strong and could hurt your stomach and you don't want to exceed 10 drops the the state that that will put you in is just phenomenal. I mean, it's like it, it it instantly puts this hamper on on all of your your anxieties and and stresses. And then there are you know the other classic supplements. You have lithium orotate, which kind of shuts off that inner voice that you have going in your head. You have GABA, which is gamma you know, butyric acid, um that has a very calming effect. Um, you also have uh, L-theanine, which can be found in your your teas, those warm beverages. Um, but for for teens especially, one of the really great things is comfort food. And comfort food makes such a huge difference. And it, it doesn't have to be unhealthy comfort food. There are ways to make comfort food healthy. You know, you can look it up online. There are lots of, of different um, you know, methods for making things gluten-free or or vegan or paleo or keto or whatever. You know, but you take those foods that are that are really warming and and nourishing for you and, and you you create you make that part of your your routine, something that you can look forward to to um another great thing to do is to write stuff down And, and i always say this a lot i mean sometimes you just take a notebook and you just word vomit you know whatever comes out whatever emotions you're dealing with and if you start to see yourself writing down really negative emotions cross them out and write a positive affirmation that's the opposite of it right next to it change that that thought you know when you strike through it visualize that thought going out of your mind and you're bringing in a new one you're 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 replacing it with something more positive
1: i like Um, word vomit for journaling
3: (laughs) (laughs) that's that's really what it is it's that that stream of consciousness just getting it out there um yeah. So, so th- those those are my my top remedies. Um, I mean, everything else. I mean, you're you're dealing with with you know isolation. Um, you know, because of COVID, you're dealing with a lot of things changing. You're dealing with a loss of control. So, find something in your life that you do have control over, and throw yourself into that. For me, I love playing music, so I've really thrown myself into into my um, Irish fiddling way more than I have in the past, into learning languages, into um, into organizing things. I really like to have things in an organized manner. Uh, when it comes to anxiety from, from coursework, maybe you have tests and you're anxious about, you know, the, all of these different things that you have coming up on your test. Make it so that you're in control of that. One of the things that I really like to do, because I, I really like to organize things, it'll take all the information that I've learned before a test, and I'll create a PowerPoint as though I'm going to teach that information to someone else. That allows me to organize the information in a way that makes sense to me. And as that. I'm typing stuff through, I'm, I'm memorizing it. I'm getting it in my head.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
3: there are so many different ways you just really need to think outside the box. I love that. That is a
0: really good way to look approach it. Really Just beautiful. Have the have your child teach back the lesson. So if a teacher is listening to this, that's a great way. Get your kids to prepare a PowerPoint and teach the subject that you are teaching them. I love that. Just have kids do that. That is That is wonderful. You have something to add to that?
1: Uh, Just about the anxiety, recognizing that you're anxious and actually saying it, gosh, I'm feeling anxious right now. Mm -hmm. That actually your body hears that you hear (laughs) and it validates what you're experiencing. And it actually begins to lessen because you're acknowledging where you're at and that you want to feel differently. And music, oh my gosh, music is so important. If you're listening to Beautiful, calming music, even just listening to the wind blowing or the rain falling can be so soothing to our anxious
0: moment. I was feeling a little low, so I rented Four Christmases. Classic, classic. I love it. If people forget about that movie, don't. It was so It was awesome. And even though... I started watching the movie kind of like melancholy. (laughs) The first time I busted up laughing, then I forgot why I was melancholy. So really do surround yourself with the people and the friends and the love because we all vibrate differently. And all you got to do is change your dial just a little bit, but bring the things in that you need to do that. So let's take a little break. This is Eric Casaldo. We're going to be back with Dominique Hackett after these messages. Well, now together we will stand, everybody. And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Asalda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday 9 a.m. Don't you just love when I do that? <laughs> I go, I'm like, Dominique, can you tell a story? Can you tell a story? And she's like this. <laughs> can't so, see. You can't see on Zoom. Okay, You have three minutes and 50 seconds. Okay, really quick story. This is an old story.
1: And, um, and this is a story that I was told when I was a very young child. And it was a story about a little girl named Nancy and Nancy was trying to figure out how to be happy. And um, it was a a hot day and she just couldn't figure out anything that was making her happy. So she went to the cat and she thought about what's the cat doing to be happy. And the cat's, licking her hand and licking her paw and she thought, well, what if I do that? Nah, nah, that doesn't, that doesn't taste good on my tongue. It doesn't make me happy. So she, she went to all the different things around her asking, you know, what are you doing to be happy? And then trying it on and seeing whether that made her happy. And it didn't, it didn't. There's so many things and nothing was making her happy. Finally, she went inside, she went up to the attic and her mom was working in a sewing room that she had in the attic and her mom was making her, her a dress and she sat down by her mom and she said to her mom what can i do to help you it just spontaneously came out of her and uh and so the mom started giving her little sewing things to do and after a little while nancy realized she was happy and what i want i'm trying to say to people is we find our happiness in doing things and helping and it comes back to what dr d was talking about community we can find, when we feel anxious and when we feel maybe unsuccessful from school or, or something's just not going right, you can shift yourself into a happier place by finding a way to be of service to someone. Bring them some flowers or, you know, uh, include them in your grocery run and drop off some apples to them. Do those
0: little things, and that's where you're going to find your happiness. Or rent for Christmases, okay, because <laughs> that was a scream. That was a really good. Have you seen it, Doc?
4: No. Oh, see. I <laughs> I, 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 maybe, a, maybe, a long time ago. But I totally no. agree. I totally agree with what Dominique said about uh, you know helping yourself by making a cause to encourage and help somebody else.
1: Nice. What, Don, you must be talking to your clients and stuff about how to be happy. What are some of the things that you share with them? Explain,
0: Don, for the people just starting in right now. Don is our massage therapist. So, Don, I need your contact information. We will see you this weekend. And how can you help others?
4: Um, So, yeah, I'm thinking that, you know, as you and I have talked about, Erica, underlying all the stuff about uh, the COVID infections is all the problems that already existed in the the milieu of the world were health and, and everything else and so the the traumas and things that that you know that i don't know if you guys are familiar with that Brene brown a popular uh lecturer social worker and she's talking about how the the main the worst fears that were kind of socialized to as men and women are body image for women and weakness for men and and for guys you know for guys a lot of times competition is stressed over co- cooperation with women i think cooperation they can still be competitive they can still shine but i think they just are socialized to be more cooperative and so we men could learn a lot from that you know to to where you know if you're if if you're open to it you know some of your some of your toughest guy friends will sometimes admit their vulnerability and that's your moment to be able to encourage them hey man We all suffer from that.
0: Nice. Very well said. Oh my God. I love my crew. I love Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara, keep shining. Everybody here, keep shining your light. We're going to get through this, like Dr. D, our producer, said so wonderfully as a community together, all together. God bless. See you next week. (laughs)